You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network. Podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where you go, Auburn fans, and welcome back to another episode of E2C Extra, where we cover any Auburn topic out there. It can be Auburn sports related, about the university as a whole, the town. If it's got orange and blue, we cover it here. Yes, that means even The Bachelor. Can you believe that? We had a Bachelor podcast on this network. Uh, tonight, I'm uh, glad to have one of our regular co-hosts. You know him from No Huddle, the Auburn football podcast with A.J. Richardson, the other half. May I say the better half, at least for tonight, since you're here. <laughs> We're going to say yeah. that with A.J. being out. That's right. Yeah, you know, we'll take a shot at A.J. while he's not here to defend himself. That is Jared Davis. What's going on, my man? Hey, man. Uh, War Eagle, happy to be with you. And, um, yeah, maybe maybe A.J. won't listen to this so that uh, so we don't have to edit it. I hope he does, though. I'm going to make him listen to it if he does, just so he can hear us rag on him for a little bit here. So we've got an interesting topic here tonight. Um, I love, especially in an age where we have difficulty finding sports to talk about, uh, finding off-the-wall or interesting topics. And a little bit of news dropped recently, and, and for a little bit more detailed discussion on this, you'll need to be paying attention to Boom Tracker, which is our Auburn recruiting show with Dallas Ham and Justin Hostler. Uh, but we got a little bit of uh, kind of special news for the Auburn family. Kalen Newton, the brother to none other than Mr. Cameron Jarrell Newton, is coming to Auburn to play something. We don't know what yet. There's a lot of speculation on that. Um, but the fact that they are brothers got me thinking, how many other interesting people out there that are siblings, brothers and sisters, brothers and just sisters, have played at Auburn in some capacity, not just football, but the other sports as well? So I thought, why not come up with a top 10? But here's the thing is that when we start thinking of top 10s, either your list is going to be really long and you're gonna, not going to want to leave somebody out, or it's going to be like basically all football, because that's what we think of first, right? That's where my that's where my brain went when you asked me to do that. So you are you are better versed at all this, and you've come up with a couple of people from all the sports. So it's I'm, not I'm excited that, to hear about it. It's not that I'm well versed. It's just that I did enough um, asking the people to do the research for me. <laughs> so. well, that's the way to do it, man. Free research. Tell people to go find it out. Well, and it's, I think a lot of these people know these answers by heart, and I think that's the great thing about the Auburn family is we're so you know we're so many different age groups, so many different lifestyles, uh, such a diverse fan base and family that is the Auburn family that we have different things that we draw from. And that is, I think, different eras, different sports. And so we put out a call, obviously, on our social media, our Facebook group, but other Facebook groups and things like that for people to, hey, we're going to do a podcast about this. Tell us some siblings that should be mentioned in this. And I just want to be upfront. We're going to leave some people out. I already know that because there was a ton that were given to us that I had no clue even were siblings. 
Uh, but we're going to do our best to cover a wide variety of them tonight. And obviously maybe a little bit heavy on the football side and just kind of talk about it and just the you know memories about some of these people that have formerly been here, some that are still here. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, I, but- do want, I do want to say real quick, uh, I, you mentioned how people knew right off the top of their head. It is impressive that people immediately started spitting names out. I forget my two son's name sometimes so i mean people <laughs> i don't like, know if you need to be mentioning that on the <laughs> i know i know so i don't probably yeah hopefully my wife's not listening but for people to immediately be like oh yeah so and so and so and so we're simply siblings it's just just shows goes to show you how much people love auburn yeah it is it's uh something that means a lot for other people we've explored that on the auburn roots series about how um unique the whole of the Auburn experiences for everybody here and I think exploring this within the different sports is going to give everybody a little bit better appreciation for that Um, so this top 10 episode like I said this is not going to be like a true top 10 we're going to do our best to like keep it somewhere near that but we're going to have ones that we want to throw in there for honorable mentions I just thought Jared that we would bounce back and forth and go you know you you offer up a sibling pair I'll offer up one we'll talk a little bit out each of that so I'm gonna put you on the spot first and let you offer up one first. Yeah, so I, I actually put this out to a couple of buddies that uh, we chat, uh, only Auburn stuff. Um, it, the group me uh, chat is actually called the Equestrian Fan Club. Uh, <laughs> we changed it to that when we were having a bad football year one year, and Equestrian never never lets us down. So uh, I threw it out there, and I think we kind of all agreed that the two maybe most successful were probably the Irons brothers. Ooh. uh Kenny and David Irons mm. and um I just remember Kenny I think Kenny I think we went into Baton Rouge and Kenny basically said I'm gonna rush for 200 yards I remember that and he did it yeah and and, I, and we won the ball game if I remember correctly he at least came very close to 200 so um I think on a on a top level those two were probably the uh combined most successful but um uh, those were the two that came to our mind immediately so I'll tell you this, uh, in my list that I have, the Irons brothers are on that, Kenny and David. Obviously, Kenny being the running back, David being the defensive back. And I believe David actually had a short career at the Atlanta Falcons. Am I thinking about that right? I think he did get drafted, yeah. And um, did Kenny ever get drafted? I don't you know, know that he was – I don't think he, he did. did. Hmm. If he yeah, did, David did, David did play for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he was a sixth-round draft pick. I thought he went a little bit higher than that. But that tells you how long my how, how my well, brain doesn't go back that far. It was 07, so, yeah, we're going a little bit back. But, yeah, um, yeah, he, you're correct, though. He did get drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. I at least knew that much. Time and, and numbers, those don't work well with me. But I can remember little fun facts like that. Yeah, I remember the Irons brothers because if you think about it, this is coming after the 2004 magical season. You know, we, you know after this, we have lost Cadillac, Ronnie, Jason, Carlos, Junior Rosegreen, those big names out there. And you're kind of thinking this is a changing of the guard. Are we going to be able to maintain the level of play that we had? And the fact that we, um, you know, were able to still have players of this caliber come to Auburn and then not only just be high caliber, but come and actually, you know, fulfill that thought, the thoughts we had about them. But, uh, I just remember what a powerful runner Kenny Irons was. What do you have remembering about those two? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Dave. Oh uh, seven, I don't know why, but I, it, David, I don't have a lot of memories from him, honestly. But I do remember that, um, you know, he had an impact on the team. 
think he had an impact on getting Kenny here. Kenny may have been a grad or a transfer from I want to say South Carolina. I could be mixing this up, but um, but Kenny, I just realized Kenny actually went in the second round to the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, yep. that surprised me. Um, to to I knew I thought he got drafted, but second round surprised me a little bit. But to have two brothers get drafted, that's pretty impressive, man. And I remember too, if I, my memory serves me correctly, Kenny came first. I think David. Um, it came a little bit later in the recruiting okay. process. Forgive if, me then. I no, got I, that confused, but yes. I, uh, maybe I have it wrong, but as we've, my mind doesn't, you know, work as well these days. <laughs> I'm going to, tr- I'm going to trust you, my man. I can look it up on Wikipedia, which was created by an Auburn grad, by the way. Um, there you go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you may be correct on that, to be honest with you, but for both of them to go in the, um, in the draft is, I don't know. That's, I mean, that's, it's awesome. Pretty, pretty good gene line. <laughs> yeah. You know, we obviously were very sad to see the 2004 superstars go, but we definitely had two brothers and many other players besides them coming after that. And I'm glad that they are part of Auburn's history now because I love talking about the Irons brothers. It's just an awesome last name for, for just to, just for that fact. I want to talk about it. It is a brothers. cool, it is a cool last name. I agree with you on that. If I could change my last name, it'd probably be like, <laughs> like that or something. Irons. Kyle Irons. <laughs> It actually has a nice flow to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'll think about it. Maybe I sounds kind of like a like a lead singer somewhere or something. I don't know. <laughs> now Come I'm picturing myself actually with hair and like like <laughs> rock metal banging my head. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I'm gonna give you my first uh, edition for my quote unquote on top me. ten. I'm gonna go outside of football. I'm actually gonna do something that you mentioned offhandedly in your uh, discussion of the Irons Brothers equestrian. And uh, I'm also yes. gonna I'm gonna give a shout out. Uh, because I mean, it's very, you know, it's not often we get to reference uh, an actual Auburn coach giving us a little bit of feedback on a question we put out there to the Twitter sphere or to the any social media aspect that we have. But another than Greg Williams, your head coach for the equestrian team and our Facebook group, did offer up a suggestion for Abby and Lily. Uh, Wagner as siblings that have participated in Auburn athletics together. Uh, what's even greater is that both of these ladies, if I have my years correct, were part of some national champion team. Because if you remember, 2007 to 2018 was the first. 2018 to 2019 was the second in a row national championship. This year, of course, of the good old COVID-19, mm. um, did not take place. But there is discussions out there. Should they be named national champions for the three-peat? Uh, but each of those girls, Abby and Lily, has been part of one of those teams, if not all of them. I think um, I'm probably going to butcher which one is which here. But I know for a fact that they've all been a part of That's just a – it's not – it's only – awesome just to be playing with your sibling in your sport but to be part of national championship teams that's got to be an incredible feeling yeah that's pretty cool I mean you 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 know you watch the top of the elite of like your Eli's and Peyton's and like how do they get along as siblings and and just to be able to do that and I know they were on different teams so to be able to do it on on the same team to win championships um I don't know that's a cool feeling um and uh I wish I could have been a, a better – I have a brother. If I could have been better at, at anything, maybe he and I could have enjoyed that too. But, yeah, uh, that's pretty amazing, man. To win a championship and then, and then to, you know, have your uh, sibling do it as well is pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's got to be an awesome feeling right there. Championship alone, but to do it with your, your sister in tow, that's, pr- that's pretty great there. All right, let's yeah. go to your second one. Who else you got? 
I mean, I think, you know, there's some, I, I, I went back and forth on this and it's not a knock at all, but to go kicker, you know, I'm like, okay, should I, I think it's kicker, man. I think that uh, Daniel Carson, Carl, uh, Carlson was that good. And uh, his brother has the ability to be that good at Auburn. Um, mm-hmm. If, you know, Anders, if we will just, you know, as long as we don't try to make him kick 60 yarders. Um, so I, I think I'm going to go with the Carlson brothers. And I mean, Daniel got drafted. Yeah. As a yeah. kicker. And Auburn has a history of putting in pretty good kickers in the league. Yes. Uh, you know, punting and um, kicking wise, uh, field goal kicking and kickoff wise. Uh, but I, look, they are an incredible pet pedigree of kicking in that family. And the, you know, the best part about that is, is that they come from a family of Alabama fans. <laughs> that is was the he, best part about it. Was Daniel the one where his granddad wouldn't even watch him play or something? It's the, some version of that I, thing. I, I think that he, I think he eventually did, but yeah, it was basically, I'm not going to even watch you play, but um, to be drafted as, as a kicker is crazy. Um, to have your little brother immediately take over your spot after you were good enough to be drafted. Um, and to be honest with you, Anders is not as accurate right now, but I think we've asked him to do more than yeah. we probably should have. Mm-hmm. I think when he's in a normal kicking range, uh, he's pretty deadly. So he may be drafted one day, you know? I think, too, if I recall, um, when they were that one year they were on the team together, he was redshirting. They um, did a lot of, obviously, warm-ups together. He's going through the motions. And it seemed like there were a lot of stories of Anders actually kicking further than his brother. I, you know, we give we give Gus a lot of flack for putting him out there for these 50-plus yarders. But I, Gus wants to win games. I assume that he was knocking those out in practice. And I don't think that it's a problem with his leg. Nah. I think he may pro- I think he has a stronger leg than Daniel. Um, so, yeah, there's the sky's the limit. And – I know they're kickers, and I love kickers, but I, uh, you know, I'd rather put the Newton Bros up here. But uh, right now, I got to go with probably the the Carlson brothers. Yeah, I think that's a great pick for you. It's one that I think immediately comes to mind for people when you talk about siblings, especially modern times. Right now, I mean, yeah. this is we're, we've got one here right now, and we just sent one to the NFL. Right. Um, so, and and they are great guys to boot. So that makes you love them even more. Uh, Daniel, I believe, just got married, and uh, you know, they're just. They seem like a great family, despite them being Alabama fans. I know, I know. Well, and is it? Let me ask you: Do you get? I hate this, but I hate the, this about me. But I get excited every time the Minnesota Vikings miss an extra point or field goal <laughs> because they literally let him go without really giving him a shot, and he goes right. to you know Oakland and is doing great, and Minnesota still having kicking problems. So. <laughs> You know, I, I, I won't say I won't sit here and chuckle whenever someone has a little bit of pain in the NFL after they let go one of our Tigers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I said the same thing about uh, the Rams before they got good again when they let go of Trey Mason and, and drafted oh, yeah. Todd Gurley. I kind of right. when they when they were struggling a little bit with Todd Gurley, I was like, <laughs> that's yeah. what you get. You get it, yeah. Uh, but uh, same thing. Uh, well, I wanted to do that to the Panthers this year, but and then uh, they then, went and got Brown. Then they went. And God, Derek Brown, that gummit. They Panthers. reeled you back in. <laughs> well, no, I see. I'd have no allegiance to any NFL team, really. I have a history with the Packers because of a family stuff. I've got family in Wisconsin, but uh, I, I, they keep drafting too many Alabama players, so it makes me, it makes it difficult for me to yeah. really latch on hard to that. It, it, it hurts me that the Fal- two best, two of the better Falcons players are, are Alabama. Uh, well, I don't like the Falcons, regardless. It, I, it, I, 
Yeah, you can't stand them. I, I oh. grew, you know, I don't sulk if the Falcons lose, but I want them to win. You know, I sulk if if Auburn loses. I sulk if Auburn only wins by a certain amount when they should have won by more. So no, when the Falcons lost, I walked into work the next day just going to, <laughs> <laughs> especially the way they lost that Super Bowl. I just uh, like I see. This the funny thing is I don't like the Patriots either, but now I have to like the Patriots. And I'm just yeah, because this, of Stidham. Did you see? This, I, I know we got to move on, but did you see? Uh, the head of Barstool Sports the other day, he tweeted while Brady while Brady was playing golf on Sunday. He said, "Brady's playing golf. Stidham's in the gym." Yeah, he, yeah. He's like, he's he's trying to. He was trolling for sure, but it, I keep forgetting Stidham's going to be their quarterback. How crazy is that? It's. I think it, it's great for Stidham. It's great for Auburn. It's huge it sucks, for Auburn. Yeah. It sucks that it's on the Patriots though. So. It does. It does. But if he can continue that tradition, and uh, they're going to always keep saying Stidham from Auburn, Stidham from Auburn. Yeah, that's yeah, – I mean, it's tough to swallow, but I'll find a way to power through yeah. it. All right, I'll go to my second one here. I'm going to drop some other rec- recent-ish siblings here. I'm going to go soccer, the other football here. We've got a very <laughs> yeah, famous group of sisters, group or just pair of sisters, uh, Casey and Brooke Ramsier. Now, since we've been doing stoppage time, our Auburn soccer podcast on the network, we've been able to cover them. Uh, I should say Peter Green and Drew Hooper, uh, more specifically, and Al Catero, uh, who was the, um, is the father of Ashley Catero, a former soccer player. Um, he did a little bit of time with us, too, and um, talked about the Ramsey sisters a lot. Uh, I think, if my memory serves correctly again, Casey is all, was always the one that seemed to get a little bit more attention than Brooke. But Brooke was still a great soccer player. And especially when you had the two of them on the field together, you know, it's one thing to play such an interconnected sport like soccer with teammates that you mesh with over time. But you got to think that there's a very special bond there, obviously, because you are blood between two sisters. But when you, there's that, there always seems to be that thing when you do something with your siblings that you kind of finish each other's sentences or you know mm-hmm. what they're going to do. Can you imagine mm-hmm. how advantageous that is on the field? Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about that. You just brought that up. I mean, I've read studies where there is some chemical makeup where you you do have that type of connection with a sibling or family member, and um, it's probably so subtle that you don't notice it. But it uh, subtle things matter in sport. So yeah, I think that uh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that, Kyle. Just kind of. I miss the Ramsier sisters so much because I always knew they were going to take care of business. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you know, um, soccer is a fun sport to watch. I, I'm not going to go down a different, t- but you know, a lot of people probably don't watch it. Um, and, and I haven't done that much, uh, lately, but, um, when you really get involved in it, um, it's fun, man. And, yeah. uh, I'm sure it'd been fun to watch those two play. I get involved in it for Auburn and I get involved in it every four years. That's about it. <laughs> oh, the World Cup. I mean, I used to wake up at two in the morning when they were playing in, I think, Europe. So it was, um, yeah, it's, it's fun stuff, man. It is. It is. The I other mean, football. The other football. Or as people, it, as D Ford, if you're listening to this D right Ford, now, yeah. she's like, what are you talking about? It is football. It's football. Yeah. 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 Y'all are the other football. Yeah. Of course, she probably wouldn't say y'all. Uh, well, I don't know. She has become quite the Southern belle herself that's true. with a British accent. And so, you know, and that's the other thing too, that's funny about this is I feel like we can't be Auburn fans anymore unless we reference D Ford. That's how awesome she is. So that is probably, that's still one of the crazy stories to me. It is. So it it's is. amazing. And I'm not going to stop plugging things here. If you haven't listened to the Auburn Roots series, she is episode number one telling right. her Auburn story. You do not want to miss that one. That was that's awesome. right. It's a great story. 
I was really nervous when I interviewed her too. I don't know why. She's like the sweetest lady ever. I mean, she's a she's a funny follow on Twitter as well. If y'all don't follow her, so quite she, entertaining, especially during is. games. She is. Okay, so we did soccer for mine. Where are you going to head? What group of siblings have you got next? You know, I hesitated on this one too because little bro's not even on campus yet. But Cam was just that good. So I think I'm going with the Newton brothers here. Yeah. Um, I mean, we obviously know what Cam, you know, did. Who? Who's, who's yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, Cam. Yeah, who's that? Yeah. Um, and I, AJ and I were talking, you know, there's no – I don't – his brother's not going to come in here and win a Heisman, and, and he doesn't even have to. And we don't know what position he's playing. But if he's – you know, Cam had that swagger about him, and some of that stuff's genetic. And if he can come in here and – bring that with him and bring a confidence with him and whatever role he goes into, it's going to be a huge factor. So I'm excited to see where the uh, brother tandem, you know, talk to me in two years. Yeah. Um, you know, the fun thing about this right now is speculating what he's going to be, because if you look at the way things kind of shake out right now, quarterback doesn't look to be a very viable option for him because of Bo Nix being here because of people like uh, Demetrius Davis, who's coming in, and you know we still got Cord Sandberg, Peter Green, still on the Cord Sandberg campaign oh, for that. <laughs> um, you know, so we are loaded with young talent right now, and unless he just comes in, I'm sh- I would bet that Coach Malzahn gives him a shot and says, "Hey, you want to play quarterback? Show me that you're better than them." I, that's the way I would approach it as a coach because if they do start proving that maybe they deserve a shot, it's going to push the other ones even more. Um, so. I doubt that we're going to see him playing significant time at quarterback, maybe in some trick things, you know, Gus Malzahn and his packages oh, yeah. and things like that. Uh, but, you know, I think we're going to see a hybrid type of player that's going to be utilized very interestingly in a Gus Malzahn and Chad Morris offense, which makes it very intriguing for me. So I love that pick. Well, and, and again, we put we said this on no huddle, but um, you know they they won the largest uh, point spread in college football history. I mean, yeah. from a Vegas standpoint, and he wasn't just on the field; like he was the reason. I mean, he had 190 yards rushing and 140 passing and three touchdowns. And I mean, the guy's got talent, and yeah. we'll get him on the field somehow, some way. If you got talent, we'll find a way to put you That's out right. there. That's, That's definitely right. for sure. Here, all right, I'll go. Uh, I got. I got to decide here who I want to do. You know what? I will stick with the ladies again and (laughs) do some softball. And I think people know where I'm going, especially from recent times when I mentioned this. And that's, it's snowing, guys. Talon and Tannen Snow are uh, some very familiar names at Auburn right now. And I always, for some reason, get the two of them mixed up because their first names are so close in terms of the way you say them and things like that. If I'm correct, Tannen was the one that came in kind of high or Taylor, no, Taylor was the one who came in very highly recruited and Tannen kind of came along. It's still very talented, but in terms of buzz didn't have as much when, when they were coming in recruiting wise and stuff like that. But I think they both, have set equal marks here because I feel like the conversation now that one has spent time here and the other is, you know, is still here has made it even bigger of an impact, not bigger, but equal of an impact on the softball program. So that is one that I really love to hear is the snow sisters out there because it brings a whole, you know, they say making it rain in baseball, making it snow in softball. Does that that. work? I don't know. Does that work with softball? It works for me, man. I I mean, 
I, I, you just made it work. It's it's 2020. You can say whatever. You throw a hashtag in front of it. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break from this episode for a special announcement. One of the things that we take great pride here at the E2C Network are our listeners are really our E2C Network family. Now, I know they enjoy listening to us, but let's be honest. Every once in a while, they probably would like a little bit of change of pace. Well, that's where you come in if you're a business owner. If you have any interest in partnering with us in terms of ads or sponsorships on our podcast episodes, you can reach us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com. Let us help you reach the widest variety of Auburn fans out there. I mean, come on. Who else listens to a network where they cover everything from Auburn football to The Bachelor and the connections it has with Auburn? Utilize our podcasts, Facebook live shows, and other flexible partnership opportunities that are available upon request. Let us help you reach the E2C Network family and the Auburn family at large on how you might best be able to serve them. Reach out to us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com for more information. That's all we have for you in this special message. Let's get back into the episode. I'm going to go probably with the Pate brothers, uh, Rob and Philip Pate. And mm-hmm. I admittedly don't remember much about Philip. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, you know, I think he played linebacker. Um, they had Rob listed as whip, whatever that is. Uh, to me, he was more of a safety, I think. And and he and he would I don't know exactly, but I remember him. He would lay the wood on some people. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I, <clears throat> I just remember watching him and being very impressed. And I think he's going to do some other successful things as well. But yeah, Rob's written a book. Yeah. Um, he has been part of several podcasts uh, in the Auburn space. Um, really, when the Auburn podcasting space started developing, he w- and a lot of others were on the kind of the front lines of that. Uh, he and Jack Crow did like a live stream of the 2013 Iron Bowl and reacted oh, live to the kick six. That I, I, gotta, I, watched, I gotta go find that. I watch that on replay all the time and they were doing it in a bar. So be careful who you watch that around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think there's too much um, bad stuff in that background, but you 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 never can tell in a bar in Auburn. No, no. Yeah. And yeah, I have kids. So I'm always like, if I send somebody something, I'm like, don't watch with kids. I put that in bold. Not Um, safe for home. not, Not safe for home, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, again, I, I wish I knew more about his brother, but I, they both played at Auburn, and I was always just impressed with him. And he's a pretty good follow on social media as well because right. he'll, he'll, he'll give you some good inside scoop on some things. Well, I feel like this is a common thread here, you know, and it's not taking anything away from either brother um, or sister in any case here. But I feel like one tends to get a little bit more attention than the other. I think the Carlsons, because they're so interconnected, they both kind of get in there so close in playing time. I think the irons are the, are the same way here. They get so much publicity publicity together that yep. they, one doesn't take a shadow. And I, I don't know the, the Pate story there that well either. So I can't really say why one was more than the other, you know, right. but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think that we went back a little bit for that one. We did. We did go back. Yeah. Some, some people are going to be like, who, <laughs> who are some of our listeners? Who are you talking about? All right, I'm going to go to another different sport. We'll keep bouncing around here. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll throw you a curveball here. I'm not going to go just one sport. I'm going to go two sports at the same time. It's, it's, it's a sibling pair, Uh-oh. and one just left Auburn, and one is currently still competing at Auburn, and that is that? the Igbenogonies. 
Noah Igbenogany and Hope Igbenogany. Now, Noah obviously just got drafted in the first round. Who'd have thought that? Yeah, that's crazy. I knew he was going to get drafted, but not that high. I didn't either. Big surprise on draft night. So congratulations to Noah there. Uh, he also was uh, in a lot of jumping events for the track and field teams, uh, indoor and outdoor, I believe. I know I saw him in outdoor, but I can't remember if he did indoor as well. Hope is a sprinter, I believe. And she just got her kind of start this past season. Uh, so we've been watching her earnestly. She is, Jessica is one of her biggest fans because she loves the name Igbenogany. And so <laughs> when she can tie football and the sport that she competed in in high school, track and field together, like that little connective tissue there. She's going to do it, yeah. She's going to do it. So I think personally, this is my favorite of all the sibling connections that we're putting because it crosses two sports. One that is the highest profile at Auburn, but another that probably doesn't have the biggest. I mean, I would, I would probably put in terms of draw for people uh, to go watch it, this on par with golf, because that doesn't, you know, it's a big sport, but it doesn't draw big crowds, right? Right. Tennis, things like that doesn't take anything away from them. I am the biggest advocate for these. I, I try to go to track and field ath, uh, events whenever I can at Auburn, but I love that you can span the gap there between a brother and a sister. And that's cool. We haven't talked that's, about a brother and a sister yet. So I love we that. didn't in two different sports. We, you just, you did two birds one right there, man, uh, you know. brother, sister, and, and two different sports. So yeah. And kudos to you. I, I know I always joke. I, I just call him Iggy cause I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm afraid I'll butcher the last name and I don't want to butcher the last name of a first round pick. So I'm impressed with you. You said it properly every time. Well, this is after several podcasts and you can go back and listen to this of me calling him Igbenogene. Yeah. You, you know, I, I went to, I was in college during the Aramashadu and Obamanu. Oh, and I just I called them class, the Ooh brothers. The Ooh brothers. I had class with Obamanu and I'm probably saying it wrong right now, but it was, to listen to the CBS broadcast, people try to pronounce them was, was always hilarious. Yeah. Arama should do is what I think it's aroma should do, but I think they said aroma should do on TV. Yeah. And I just, and I just butchered it and said aroma should do as well. Um, I also love those guys, even though I know they're not brothers, but they might as well have been the way we talk about them too. Um, and that's making me even think too of another like wide receiver combo that I always threw in together somehow because they had similar names and, and that's in this even more of a stretch Preche Rodriguez and Rodriguez Smith at the same time. Yeah. But Rodriguez in two different parts of their name. One's the first name. One's the yeah. last name. You got to put them together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that's kind of crazy. I agree. But the, uh, I know this is siblings, but I do know Obama who, as a human being was, a, was a really oh, yeah. good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard him speak at an event, and let me tell you, that guy is well put together. Yeah, he's a smart guy. It was a finance class, and um, yeah, he's a smart guy. And look here, I'm not saying that everybody – of course, every Auburn person is like the smartest out there. Who are we talking about? (laughs) This guy on this podcast doesn't get math wrong. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Anyway, but um, yeah, that's that's, – I love the Igbenogany's and I love that we still get to watch hope at Auburn. So who you got next? Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably go and really just cause the uh, big brother was, was so dominant again with the Brown brothers, uh-huh. um, you know, Derek, and then, you know, his little brother, his little brother's on the team right now. Cameron. Uh, yep. Yep. So uh, Derek was just so dominant. And if I, I you know, if Cameron can, 
can have half the impact he did, you know, that'll be impressive. And maybe he can. Um, and, and really just the person that he was. I mean, Derek, he's just a good guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that was probably with his upbringing. And I'm assuming that Cameron's probably of similar character. Yeah. You know, I'll say this. I'm an older brother. Um, and I have two younger brothers and, you know, I learn more as I get older. Um, and I'm not saying this to put myself up on a pedestal or anything like, but, but I understand a little bit better what it's like to live in someone's not shadow, if that makes sense, but having to, yeah. you feel like you have to live up something, sure. live up to something. Um, especially in Derek's case, uh, that he seems to be a really great guy. Uh, com- you know, a smart community base, well put together. Um, is an incredible athlete. You that's like a triple quadruple tr- threat right there. And then you've got to come in as a little brother, and you have got to. You feel like in some way you've got to live up to that name. Yeah. Just after he went first round in the top ten. Yeah. I mean, that is incredible a thing to live up to. It, it is, and it, kudos to Cameron for. I mean, he could have gone anywhere, and he you know he did that to you know he knowing he had to follow those footsteps, and I think that. I don't know if he'll ever say it, and I don't know, but I, you know, that could be what you know helped Derek decide to come back for another year, um, which yeah. is good for Auburn, and I think it wound up being good for Derek's draft uh, prospects. So, um, but yeah, my brother was—he was my brother's pretty intelligent, and we went to the same school, obviously, growing up. And uh, he's older than me, and it was always uh, everybody assumed I was going to be the same straight A student. Uh, as my brother was and that was how'd that work out that was not the case (laughs) i was always being compared to him so uh i I can you you were on the other end of that um you were on my brother's end of it well you assumed that i was a straight a student (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt there Um, uh i'll tell you this i I was a straight a student in, in uh high school college i learned the value of a good c you know they just they 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 come at a premium, and I enjoyed every they, C. They do teach you good lessons. Yeah, I, I coasted through high school, and, and college hit me like a brick wall. But it did make me become a better person. So it did. Yeah, we all learn different ways. You know, so <laughs> we do. That. As long as we all learn is the only is the only thing, right? Well, that's pretty tough in and of itself. Yes, sir. Um. All right, you went Brown Brothers. Okay, okay, okay. Let me see here. I got a couple more here. I want to go through. You know, I I feel bad talking about this one because this is one that I think that a lot of people have some harsh feelings toward. Uh, Not harsh, but disappointed feelings. But they have such a huge impact on the history of Auburn and Auburn basketball, and that is Chuck and Wesley Person. And we all know, let's just go ahead and cat out of the bag here, Chuck Person, what he was involved in, uh, and what he's now been serving time for. Uh, with the scandal that not just hit Auburn, but all of college basketball. I mean, we all look, guys, let's pull the curtain back. College sports is a dirty business. We all know it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it we're not going to sit here and, you know, act like everything's all good. Um, it's just a matter of who got caught today or who broke mm-hmm. the rules enough. And unfortunately, Chuck broke the rules and he's paying the price for it now. Um, but that does not take away from the impact he had on the program as an athlete and his brother had as an athlete. So I grew up loving Auburn basketball and knowing the names of obviously Charles Barkley. Everybody knows who Charles mm-hmm. Barkley, but like the person brothers were like these mystical legends out there that I just didn't know a ton about until Chuck came back as a coach. And so when you 
go back and see how good the person brothers were. It makes you appreciate how much of a legacy Auburn has as a basketball school that we weren't aware of. And so I just, I'm glad that we get to say both of those brothers were basketball players at Auburn. My, my son, funny story. My son has, has gotten in, well, who knows what he's into this week, but he was into cards, uh, like baseball, basketball, football cards. And he came across a Chuck person and he's like, he's all giddy because it's Auburn. And he wants to know why I'm not as giddy as he is. And I haven't told him the story and I probably should just act giddy. But it's so fresh in my brain. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he, he, he's a good player. He's a good player. That's why that's all I keep saying. He's like, you're not lying. Why are you not more excited, Dad? So, well, um, son, you see. Yeah, he, he's seven years old and he would not comprehend any of this. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's a good player. You want to keep him in the mode of, yeah, everybody's great. There's, yeah. there's no there's no money exchanging hands Nothing. anywhere. No. You know, no, no, no cars being handed out in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> None of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you could get me down a rabbit hole on that. So. <laughs> well, I'm, we'll save I'm that gonna, for another I'm going to bite my tongue. Uh, yeah, so Person Brothers is where I go on this because uh, you got to find a way to work basketball in here, and I you can't go much further in basketball and, and siblings without talking about the what Chuck and Wesley. So I'm thankful that we've had them in our legacy. What's your next one? Um, I'm actually struggling <laughs> to come up with <laughs> to come up with some other ones because uh, I I was only thinking football. Um, you know, and obviously I, I always keep wanting to go back to like. Patrick Nixon, Bo, and that's brother, that's father, son. That'd be another um, interesting one to do. So, that would you know, be another fathers and sons and yeah. mothers and daughters <laughs> and sons. And we could we could go all day with this. <laughs> we could we could we could do any kind of combo. So yeah, I dug a little bit and asked a couple of friends, and and really those were the ones that kind of came to the top. Oh I, no no, I forgive me. We have um I almost forgot uh, Nate Craig Myers and his brother. What was oh great name? one? That's a great one. Uh, Javon Myers. That's right. Yes. So those two, and um, you know, I I don't know how I feel about Nate Craig Myers because you know he left the team, but he was a good guy. He will <laughs> always be in the clip of catching that pass from Carry On in yep. the Iron Bowl, um, and you know, so uh, he was a gr- special talent. He was a part of an odd recruiting class, by the way. I think I think we only actually ended up with like six people still being from that class, which is a whole different topic. But yeah. It, it was an odd recruiting class, but yeah, um, you know, I, I think those Nate Craig Meyer. I don't know much about his brother though. Do you know much about him? Uh, Javon played back up at defensive back, okay. I believe for the most part. And I think there was a game or two where he saw some pretty significant time. I think after his brother left, I think he left, uh, Nate Craig Myers left first and then Javon left after that. But yeah, gotcha. Um, that's a good one to bring up though. Cause a lot of people forget about that since they didn't finish their time at Auburn and now that they're, but that's a sibling connection at Auburn. Sibling so connection. here's, here's what I'll do. I want to, I'm going to, um, I'll give you a couple others in football, uh, in just a minute, but let me talk about this other aspect of another sport, um, as well. And this is basketball related too, but this is the ladies and I've got two mm-hmm. for this one. So I'll give you a one, uh, one for two here, two for one. Um, I think there's one name in women's basketball that a lot of people think of that name's hanging up in the banners, uh, of Auburn arena. Now I almost said beardy is Memorial, but I guess it was at one point. <laughs> Don't take us back to that stadium. Oh, arena. oh boy. Yeah. Still got dust on it. If it's up there, <laughs> yeah. um, Ruthie Bolton, that ah. name is in the banners there. And then her sister Mayola. And this is one, when someone mentioned it, I said, you're right. There was a Mayola uh, Bolton 
that was there with Ruthie. We know the Ruthie story. This is the case again of the other sibling kind of takes the spotlight, mm -hmm. but there was another one there as well. Uh, so the fact that we had the two of them here together and with the impact that Ruthie had as an athlete for women's basketball, that's incredible. And I love that we now, you know, because when we think of women's basketball names, we think of Ruthie Bolton, we think of Vicki Orr. Uh, I would throw Dewana Bonner in there as well. Ali Smalley are, are names that come to mind for important um, Auburn names. I'm going to mention somebody else here in just a second as well. I'll give credit to Greg Latham. He mentioned that in our Facebook group um, when we were calling for suggestions here. So let me give you my two for here. Women's basketball, kind of recent. I actually watched a lot of games with this pair, and they are probably my favorite siblings in basketball, men's and women's. Uh, when we talk about this category for Auburn, that is Tyrese and Tracy Tanner. Mm. Tyrese was more of a, if I remember correctly, I would consider like a small forward type, Michael Jordan type. Um, and Tracy was more of the bigger body. Uh, I would maybe not even just a bigger, small forward mm -hmm. or power forward. You know, it's a little bit different in women's basketball. They don't, they have different positions depending on the offense that they'll have. But when we relate it to what most people know in positions in basketball, that's what I would consider. But the Tanner sisters, Tyrese and Tracy and the Bolton sisters, Ruthie and May Ola. So that will round out my non-football ones that I have there. Um, I'm impressed like with your plethora of knowledge, Kyle. Uh, again, this is coming from others. So. I know, but you, you, you rambled, you rattled it off like you knew what you're talking about and I trust you and I believe you. It sounded good, man. Look, you just act like you know what you're talking about. There you you go. believe it, right? There okay. you go. All right, let me give you a couple of names here, and we can park on any that you want as we kind of wind things down here tonight. Uh, how about some Eddins brothers? Brett oh, and Bart? I forgot about those. Okay, well, we, again, stop me wherever you want, but I'll Hang keep Hang on, going. real quick. Which one destroyed the LSU quarterback? Brett Eddins destroyed okay. LSU's quarterback. That is one in of every... That's in every clip that we do the when we do the pump up videos. It yeah. is one of the best high. I I would put that on par with Bo over the top with the Sean Shivers busting of Xavier McKinney's head. Yeah, um, I'm trying to, the kick six. I would I mean, kick six kind of sits in a realm of its own and, and yeah, the, it's kind of prayer, its own league. Yeah, the, the prayer and Jordan Hare goes with that. But we want to talk about impact plays. I'm thinking J Junior Rose Green destroys Georgia. Oh yeah, yep. Yep. I'm thinking Brett Eddins and Nile literally eats a tiger alive over in Baton Rouge. <laughs> he, he did. He actually should get some copyright uh, fees or something from Jadavian Clowney because Clowney gets the credit for that Michigan hit he did mm. in the bowl game. And, and yeah. Eddins, Eddins started that, man. That's uh, yeah, it, it was just as good, and he doesn't get the credit nationally. We can't remember the LSU quarterback's names because he literally cleaned it off his back. So that's how bad <laughs> it happened. <laughs> I think it was – It wasn't Marcus, Russell, was it? Was it Marcus Randall? Was it might have been Randall. I think it was Randall. I think You're it right. was Randall. That, yeah. That's really They had, they had like a several strings of just big quarterbacks. Yeah. And I, I was thinking Russell, but, yeah, I think it was Randall. Yeah. I almost said Jefferson, but I was like, that's too recent. It's that is not, more recent, yeah. Um, uh, here's another name for you here. And they don't have the same last name, but recent, Ken Carter and Marlon Davidson. Really? They, they are brothers. People forget about that. I did not know that. Marlon, obviously the most recent and the bigger impact, but Ken Carter, he was a pretty good defensive lineman for Auburn a few years back from Marlon. And he's a big reason why we got Marlon. So if for nothing else, you should, you should highly value Ken Carter. The fact that we got Marlon. Davis yeah. Marlon. Yeah. That's a 
man, that's God, we're gonna miss Marlon and, and Derek Brown. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I did not realize that. Uh, did you did you research that yourself, or did somebody remind you? Someone of that? reminded me of it, and then I remembered. Yeah. I, I did know that information, but because they don't have the same last name, it's it's similar to some other players I think that were mentioned that I'm forgetting names of now. But like you, you it's just something that you lose track of. You do when they yeah. don't share the same last. Name. I did not even. I'm impressed. I did not even realize that. I'll throw you another one out here. Tracy and David Rocker. Really? Now, see, here's the thing. I don't remember David Rocker. And this is from Greg on Facebook as well. And I feel like that's a joke. I know John Rocker, but like, you know, I like, but maybe there was a David Rocker and I just did completely blanked on that. And and people are probably listening to this like, how did you not know David Rocker? I I, don't know David Rocker. I mean, I know that now Tracy played, you know, before, uh, how old's Tracy? I mean, he was playing before I was really probably fully into this, but, um, yeah, if his brother played then that would have been the same thing, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, David, where's Tracy at now, by the way, I think he, he was at Georgia. I think he moved on to something else though, or maybe he's still at Georgia. I can't remember. You know, I, I kind of have a, a, not a great, I, I, when I think of Tracy Rocker, because he chose to leave Auburn and go back to Georgia and, you know, I understand that, you know, you're trying to find the best situation for you as a job, but when, when you see so many other former players and coaches come back to Auburn and stay, and it just kind of makes you wonder, uh, do they love Auburn that much? And I, I get that I'm, I'm looking at this with my orange and blue glasses, but there's always been something about it. And I, I feel like there's people like, oh, Tracy loves Auburn. They're probably screaming at me right now. But, you know, it just is something like, to me, as I know Auburn, if I got the chance to coach again there, I wouldn't leave until they drug me out of there. I mean, literally, dig my claws in. I, I agree with you. When we lost Tracy, I was a little scared. And, and I know we floundered a little bit, but uh, that's how, we, you know, we, went, we wouldn't have had Rodney Garner and definitely excited about that. But, yeah, it is kind of funny that they did. He left and, and does not seem to have the same, not conviction, but ties that, that <laughs> some other people do. Let me ask you this. Uh, true or false, Dave? course you know maybe it's giveaway here but true or false david rocker was drafted Mm, i'm gonna say he was yeah i kind of gave it away to even bring that up he was he was a fourth round pick and he wow a fourth round pick he did play at auburn he was he was in the 91 nfl draft i was a cool nine years old at the at the time i was four oh wow (laughs) we're dating ourselves here but i'm definitely older than you well, you know, we all have our flaws, I guess. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, cool, la- though. I didn't realize, David, yeah. Last one here I just want to throw out, and I don't have a lot of information on this, um, but there's a very familiar kick, and I'm not talking about the kick six. I'm okay. talking about the original kick. Punt, Bama, punt. David Langner blocks the kick. Oh, David wow. Langner blocks the kick. I think it's Jerry Langner um, is his brother. Uh, but David Langner is the guy who, who did blocked the, the kick, blocked the kicks. And there was a brother that played there at Auburn. So yeah, that's got, one that some, you, I don't have their name who mentioned it, but that's another one that someone mentioned. Well, you got to put them up there. Cause that's, that was uh before 2013, that was probably top five iconic, iconic moments. It probably still is. Oh yeah. 2013 may have knocked two off the list, you know, in, in the, in a single year. Right. Uh, I, I would uh, put that definitely in my top five Auburn moments uh, to this day. Anything that involves Alabama's misery oh, yeah. goes into the top five instantly. For no doubt. No doubt. Uh, there was uh, the Sperlin brothers were mentioned in the Facebook group, and that's all the names that I can remember. 
we had a lot more suggested, but that's the only ones that I can ha- I have on my list that I can get off the top of my head. But I want to thank everybody out there who uh, contributed to our little post and said, this person, this siblings, uh, I think we have mentioned a great group of siblings across several sports tonight. Equestrian, soccer, track and field, uh, men's and women's basketball, softball, plenty of football ones, and everything in between. And I, I know that we've missed some, so that's where you, the listener, come in right now. Who on this list that we gave you is missing? And our job here was to do as many as we could, but let us know who we missed and who deserves the recognition. That's what we want to hear from you now at the end of this. You can let us know on social media, or you can even comment on the episode page for this podcast. So, Jared, this has been fun talking about it, keeping it in all in the family. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Kyle. I appreciate that. And thank you for your perspectives. Let people know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, pretty much. Just you can find me under Jared Davis on Facebook and on Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24. And that's all we have for you on this edition of E2C Extra. Thank you for listening. And War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?